listening to the Nerd Blitz with Doom and Fitz. I am Doom. And I am Fitz. Welcome to episode 82. Go fuck your mother. Our top story tonight, your mother has been fucked. The main suspect is you. Film at 11. (laughs) Ew. (laughs) (laughs) Or, if your mom's like Stacy's, ooh. Although that still would be a little weird. Stacy. Stacy's mom has got it. Come on. I thought that's probably what you meant, but then I was like, well, then he said, but then is it Stacey... was really kind of weird. So I was like, maybe is... that's a real Stacy. I don't fucking know. Is Stacy Keebler's mom hot? <laughs> Probably. Well, yeah, look at Stacy Keebler. Is it weird that when you say Stacy, that's my go-to is Stacy Keebler? Not really. I don't know. Well, if I say Stacy to you, who's your first thought? Keech. <laughs> <laughs> no, I yeah, don't know. I don't think I don't think that's going to be spank bank probably, material. Probably the girl in elementary school and middle school that i had a crush on Uh oh yeah thanks my kindergarten crush her name was nikki no becky it was um first to fourth was nikki Mm. blowjob becky no oh okay again it was kindergarten yeah so okay you just made it weird i mean whatever two consenting kindergartners do is their own business (laughs) (laughs) wow dude (laughs) Uh, you know I actually ran into her a few years after well maybe 10 years after I went to school with her Yeah, I was like 13 because the school that I went to for kindergarten had a picnic and the kids across the street went to school at that school after I had long been away from it and they're like hey you want to go and I was like sure we went and I fucking clocked her immediately and I was like, Holy Dude, shit. what'd you hit her for? <laughs> because she wouldn't say hi. Hit her and fucking dragged her away like a caveman. You're like, this mine now. So, you know, we feed her every once in a while. She still lives in the basement. <laughs> that went real dark. Uh, no. Uh, I clocked her from across the room. That really does, now that you said that, it doesn't mean like I spotted her. It's like I fucking... Chucked a brick at her head and was like, Take that, bitch! No. I spotted her from across the room and I was like, God damn. She still looks good. That was when you were 13? Yeah. Instead of, you know, five. Yeah. Well, some people are late bloomers. I don't know what to tell you. She was an always bloomer. But yeah. 13, I was like, Oh my God, she's still pretty. (laughs) Occasionally, I'm like, I wonder what she looks like now could find her on facebook i don't remember her last name well that's gonna make it difficult that would if i could find an old year now it's really starting to sound creepy we're like, there's a few stacy's on facebook it might be hard to weed through them it's even worse because her name's becky oh i thought we were talking about <laughs> stacy no oh we're talking about oh blowjob becky that's right and no don't call her that that's my childhood crush you cunt <laughs> <laughs> Don't you sully the... Well, actually, that doesn't really sully it. No. I kind of like that. See? (laughs) Well, now it's weird. (laughs) Uh, Anywho, why the fuck are we talking about this again? I don't know. Sometimes you just go places. Sometimes. (laughs) Sometimes it's jail. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you're going to have to clean out that conversation, ain't you? (laughs) Oh, god damn. Anywho, yeah, what's up, everybody? Not much. I spent the day cleaning the shit out of my basement. Yes, I know. Let's go right to that. Because you found uh, oh. some toys, huh? Yeah. Double-headed dildos, all the fun stuff. Yeah, it was a little moldy <laughs> to throw that one out. <laughs> so our basement <laughs> has been leaking real bad, so we're going to have to have somebody come out and put um, a sump pump in. Oh. And a fucking drain. So they're going to have to jackhammer yeah. the floor and everything. Awesome. So everything's got to go. Oh, fire sale. Yeah. Well, kind of. We got well, a bunch of, bunch of donation boxes and we got fucking shit that was just straight up trash. And then like, you know, just going through shit to, to see what we should keep and what should go and 
I'm constantly taking shit because I have too much shit and we need to get rid of this stuff because we don't have room for this shit and blah, 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 blah. And Does your house have much storage, like closets and whatnot? Um, I mean, every room has a closet, but it's not like... Yeah. I mean... See, our house has absolutely no storage. Oh, yeah, because it's a... Yeah. So, that's That's how they used to make them houses. Yes, it is. We got a fucking small closet in each of our bedrooms, and then there's one in the kitchen, one in the bathroom, and one in the uh, dining room. The you rest. Why, do you know yeah. why that is? Um, because somebody's retarded when they designed houses? I don't fucking know. It's because you used to have to pay personal property tax on your closets. Uh... That's why That's why everybody had, like, shift robes and shit. Gotcha. Because it, you, your taxes were higher depending on how many closets you had, and that fucked up. Wasn't it the same with bathrooms, too? I, that wouldn't shock me. I think that's why the whole half-bath thing became real popular. Ah, uh, could be. Where it was like, I've got two and a half bathrooms. It's like, you sure it's not three? And they're like, oh, no. No, no. I have two and a quarter. You can only piss in my quarter bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta walk to the kitchen to wash your hands. Yep. Also, I cannot let this go by and not break your balls. You really came off old when you were like, that's why everybody had Schiffer robes. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> I, I remember... I had one when I was growing up. I remember the episode of Family Guy where uh, Brian was dating that like 50 or 60 year old chick from 10 years ago. Yeah. And she's like, I left it on the Schiffer robe. And he's like, what? Huh? She's like, it's on the divan. And he goes, huh? <laughs> And she's running down all these old fucking terms, and he's like, I don't know what the hell you're talking about, so I'm just going to leave it here. Yeah. (laughs) I remember that episode, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm old, all right? Fuck. (laughs) I never miss a fucking opportunity to remind you, do I? No. (laughs) Title of the episode, yeah, I'm old, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, so (laughs) we've been going through shit down here all day. And, uh, yeah, I found a bunch of cool shit. Found those, uh... Ewoks figures still in the package. Yup, nub. Yup. Bebop and dub bub. The only Star Wars figures from my youth that I never opened. Oh, wow. Isn't that fucking crazy? Yeah, I thought you'd have been fucking diddling them as you diddled yourself. No. No, I got those, like, at the very, very end. Oh, And so okay. I just never, I just never opened them, so I was like... I was, I was not that into those shows at the time. I mean, I kind of was, but not really... But then I got them. Yeah. I think they were. I think if you look at the price tag, I think one of them has. Or no, those are the the other the other ones. Um, but I think I got them when they were like clearance and everything out. My mom just brought okay. them home because they were like fucking ninety nine cents or some shit. And she like they say Star Wars. Shut up. Or it might have been actually fifty cents. Wow. I, I know I've got some card backs that have been that were marked down. They got the stickers on them still that are marked down to like fifty cents. Whoa. Yeah, and it's like fuck. If those would have still been in the package it was fucking like three hundred dollars mm-hmm. it was like we're moving to fucking hawaii if i find more yeah <laughs> but the the thing that you're talking about is i found i found some old gloob star trek the next generation figures so i'm gonna let you have them if you want them and the and the story was, well, I told you if you wanted them, you could have them. And he was like, oh, yeah, if you don't want them anymore. And I said, well, I never actually wanted them in the first place. And that there was a story and, behind it. And the story. And is, did you see my reply to that? I said, was were any of my guesses right? Because I don't want to no. spoil it. Okay. I said, I'm guessing on the little information I have that somebody may have given them to you and you may have been shocked to find they even existed or you accidentally found them or you killed a toy dealer and you're trying to dump hot toys on me. Mm-mm. Nope, none of those. Okay. Damn. The story is back when Next Generation first came on, right, they made these toys. And then it was not too long after they, they'd been out, my cousin got a toy catalog this is when you had to mail order paper catalogs. It was black mm-hmm. and white, just typed up. There was no pictures or nothing. Okay. From from this toy seller in, I don't fucking know where, Ohio or someplace. And uh, I don't even know why he got it. I have no idea why even... Or maybe we saw an ad in the ad in the comic book or something. I don't fucking remember. Anyway, the 
the ad said Star Trek The Next Generation action figures, and it was and it said like how much they were paying for them. Suck my dick, you get a set of four. And you're like, I'll do it. And I was and I was like, was like, oh, damn, those things are worth a lot of money. Well, cut to KB Toys had a bunch of them clearanced out. That's why they're marked. Their price tags are marked through, and they were like, they were marked down like super cheap. So I was like, fuck, I'm gonna buy a bunch of these and send them to this guy and make a whole bunch of money, right? This was probably mm-hmm. in like 1990. Whoa. So that would have been like what season three. Um, or four? Maybe. Okay. Yeah, something like that. Or maybe it was 89 when I when we did this. I don't know. I was in high school, so it had to have been like 89, 88, Well, 89. I know f- one thing for certain, though. They're season one figures. Right. Because Riker doesn't have his beard. Right. But I'm saying I think the figures were out for a year or yeah, two. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I got gotcha. you. Um, but I'm just giving so, folks some context. So that was my big plan was that. I was going to, we were going to buy these. Or maybe I was in middle school still. Fuck, I don't remember anymore. But. <laughs> was it Thanksgiving? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, or was it Black Friday? Yeah, but. We, uh, <laughs> uh, that's a nice callback to another to a show that's not even ours. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm proud of that joke, by the way. Yeah, that was pretty good. So I was gonna buy these really cheap, and then I was gonna sell them back to this guy in Ohio for, you know, whatever he was at the price he was paying. You know, some fucking stupid kid and don't know how things work. Mm-hmm. Well, I sent the guy a letter and said, "Hey, I got these figures. I saw in your catalog that you're buying." these Star Trek The Next Generation action figures and this is how much you're paying you're offering for them and I'm like I got five of them so you, you know if you want them send me you know we'll, we'll sell them to you okay he sent back a letter and uh, I don't know he must have thought I was the biggest fucking dumb shit on the planet or something or that I was running some kind of scam on him I, I don't remember exactly what he said in the letter but it was pretty deflating mm. because he's like, I don't want those. I'm not buying, I'm not buying Riker and Worf and all those, the guys that I actually got at KB. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what? But the thing said you, and then I went back and I read the, the listing again. And it said he was buying Star Trek, the next generation Atticans or Anticans. It's one of the alien species in the first season. Okay. And uh, I think it's the one where, remember there were there were the two species on the Enterprise, and they were there for like a summit. And then one some, was a somebody, lizard and one was like a wolf or something? Yeah, and one of them was okay. getting, one of them was murdering the other delegation, yeah. something like that. Okay. He was buying those guys. And I, I read the thing, and I was like, fuck, that didn't <coughs> say action figure. That said Atticam or whatever the fuck figure. Gotcha. So I was like, God damn it. So I bought these figures for nothing. And I've just I've just always held on to them. Wow. Okay, that makes sense now. Let me see if I can figure out what episode that was real quick. Nope, I can't tell. Yeah, but it was it's like they were like super rare figures. Gotcha. And that's why he was paying so much money for them, but You're like, I'm gonna make a mint. I know. So fucking stupid. Yeah, I guess those would be a bit more rare than fucking Picard, wouldn't they? Yeah, a bit. <laughs> but yeah, like I said, if you don't want them, I'll take them. Yeah. They're not waterlogged, are they? No. They've been... No. No, I know. I'm fucking with you. I can't guarantee they smell like roses, but... Because they've been in musty basements for 30 years. Yeah, well. But, you know. I don't care. What brings that up, though why you offered them to me, I would guess, is because I've been on a real fucking Star Trek kick lately. Right, that is. That's why I thought of it. I was like, oh, I bet he would like these. Because I've been listening to uh, Matt Myra's podcast, uh, Star Trek The Next Conversation, a lot. Uh Uh-huh. Which I think I mentioned that in a recent episode. I don't remember, though. And it's like, oh my god, because they play clips throughout of the show, so it's basically like listening to the show with their commentary over it. 
but they do it real making hay style. They'll play clips and then talk a bit and then play clips and talk a bit. So, mm-hmm. yeah, and it's really fucking good. And, you know, I have i don't really have much Trek that I can watch. I mean, I know it's on Netflix and shit, but that's so fucking hard to watch on my phone. Unless it's something that I'm, like, desperate to watch, like, say, Arrested Development. It's just like, I'll get to it. That's watching Netflix, you have trouble? I do, because it's on my phone. Yeah. So it's like a fucking six-inch screen. It's like, ugh. But, I mean, I have watched a couple episodes. And I watched the uh, first episode with Kirk on there, too. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Which, that was pretty fucking good. Yeah, see? You act like, what? You act like the original series is no good. Well, I mean, it's it's a similar situation to Star Wars, where... Unlike Star Wars, it's fucking cheesy as shit. But you've got to keep in mind, and when I was watching it before... Yeah, exactly, when it was made. Before, it was just like, this shit's fucking lame. I can watch Supergirl fly on Smallville. Yeah. Why the fuck am I going to watch this dude fucking take a swing and you can tell it's his stunt double? You know? Right. Yeah. So, but, you know, if I cognitively reframe it, it's like, no, dude, this was... 60s. This was when they were like Smallville. Isn't that that stupid thing from them baby books? You know? So, yeah. I can get into it. And, you know, it's fun. Yeah. It has Terry Gar in it. Do what now? It has Terry Terry Gar is in an episode of that. Uh, OTS? Mm-hmm. Okay, who the fuck is that? Terry Gar, she was Michael Keaton's wife and Mr. Mom. And, oh, okay. And she was, uh... She was in Young Frankenstein. Hang on, I'll find her. Do, 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 do. Okay, yeah, I recognize this broad. Also, you know what else I've been watching a lot lately? What's that? Oh, she's retired. I uh, Oh, she was on Batman Beyond. Anyway, I watched the first three episodes. I can't find uh, episode four on YouTube. But um, one of those Britcoms that I've talked about a lot, as time goes by, the one with Judy Dench... I watched the first three episodes of that in one day, and I was like, fuck, this is good. And it's so good that on YouTube they minimize the screen to try and avoid uh, copyright. Uh Uh-huh. So it's like just an inch of the screen is this fucking show. The rest is like a wavy pink background. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've seen that. I've seen people do that before. Dude, it is so fucking worth it. And which one is this? As time goes by. Okay. The one I sent you the clip from the other day was, um... Keeping Up Appearances? That's it, yeah. yeah. And you were like, holy shit, dude, that is British. That is fucking <laughs> so British. Holy shit. Oh, God. I love that show, too. I watched an episode or two of that in the last week, but... As time goes by, I really fucking love that one, and watching it reminds me why I loved it, because it's... There's no crazy shit happening, it's just a calm story about these two fuckers who knew each other back in like world war two or whatever i think is what it was yeah um they get separated there's um miscommunication like he sends her a letter or she sends him a letter but somehow they get lost so she thinks that he never wrote he thinks she never wrote a few years later he's a writer and um he's trying to get a secretary to help him finish his book and she owns the secretary agency. Oh, okay. She sends her daughter out to meet him. He almost fucks the daughter, but he goes back to their house before the date. Yeah. And sees her and he's get, he gets this weird vibe from her because she's so familiar. Mm-hmm. Anyway, they go out on the date. He almost fucks the daughter, but he's like, no, no, no. But he's, And he spends the whole time talking about her mom. Yeah. <clears throat> Come to find out it's the nurse that he humped back in the day. Oh. And they kind of rekindled their relationship. And it's super British, too. And it's like, oh, this is like a warm fucking blanket. <laughs> it's so fucking good, man. Lonely Among Us is the name of that episode. Oh, the... Uh, Season one, yeah. I'm over here fucking bearing my heart. And you're like, fuck that. Here's some Star Trek shit. Fuck that, Star Trek. <laughs> that is... It's the the Anticans and the Sea Lays. That's episode six of season one? Yeah. 
Stardate 4149.3. If you say so. <laughs> That's one of the other things I, I found when when we were going through all these boxes and stuff is uh like my big huge tub of role playing games. Oh, okay. I had I found all my FASA Star Trek role playing game stuff. I forgot I had bought a bunch of a bunch of the pre packed modules off eBay like years ago. Yeah. This game was from like the mid eighties. Um I don't know why I felt like I should share that, but no, don't worry. I go through that all the time. It's like I don't know why I just said that. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, I really want to get some TNG novels. Yeah. Yeah, I can't find any though, because at like Barnes and Noble and shit, their selection of Star Trek novels is dog shit. Really? Yeah. Hmm. They only. It only seems like they have like the most recent five to ten. Yeah. Star Wars novels, they got them all, pretty much. I don't know. See, I... I don't know. I've never been, like, a huge fan of Barnes & Noble. I, For some reason, I don't feel like they have... They don't have the selection, I don't think, that, uh, that Borders used to have. Now, see... <clears throat> I always like Barnes & Noble better because... With the membership, they could get you almost anything and shipping was free. Mm-hmm. I never liked Borders because the people, when you would go to ask them for help finding anything, they would act like they were put out. Yeah. You know? Uh, see, that's, like, see that's, that's the difference. I never asked anybody for help, so I don't have to deal with those people. This is true. But sometimes I had to, and you know, yeah. looking for Star Wars novels and shit, and they did. They just acted like, you know, like, why are you bothering me? And it's like, bitch, that's what you're here for. I work at the coffee bar. <laughs> no, it wasn't that. That was the only stupid. thing that would bother me, and it's—I don't know if Barnes and Noble does the same thing. Probably they do. I just never run into that. They, every once in a while, they'd have like live music at the cafe at Borders. It was always some fucking ooh la la playing his guitar <laughs> and, <laughs> and singing some fucking Jewel song or something. You know, we should line that up, do a retake on that, and let me give you a live reading of Ooh La La! <laughs> <laughs> but anywho, yeah. No, see, Barnes & Noble doesn't do that, but they like doing surprise fucking events and shit where it's like, this week we're gonna, or this Tuesday we're gonna have fucking some annoying asshole reading to kids. Come on in! Oh, yeah. So you and just they walk don't... into the middle of... Exactly. Yeah. And they of, don't always You're kind of like me going well. to Bus Loop Burgers last night. Oh, God. <laughs> you're like, what the fuck is going on here? Uh, yeah. And yeah, and Barnes & Noble doesn't really advertise that shit all that well, so you're kind of, you walk in and it is, it's like, uh-oh. But for the most part, it's okay. I don't know, I always like Barnes & Noble. And I'll be honest, fucking the smell of that place, dude, oh, Damn near brings me to tears. Hmm. If if I get it. somebody could fucking bottle like new book smell, oh fuck. Or old book smell. Either way, yeah, it doesn't matter. But I just walk through those doors and that smell of ink and paper hits me and it's like, oh my god. Just stop, I need a minute. <laughs> oh, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. Okay, I'm good. Because I remember, like, the first time I went back into one after a few years of not being able to go. Yeah. It really was, like, just fucking goosebumps. And my dick got hard. Ew. I'm not kidding. Like, normally we joke about that shit. I'm not kidding, dude. Little fucking... Ew. Okay. I'm serious. All right, I get it. <laughs> Let me go into a little bit more detail so you get <laughs> no, the point. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> My balls tightened up. I was like, oh. Ew. <laughs> ah. We can move on from that, though. <laughs> the thing I don't like, though, is now they have so much other crap. And I, I guess, I mean, Borders was always guilty of that, but they had a bigger store to pack all that shit into. You mean like toys but and like shit? To yeah. Yeah. So it's like, but I will fuck, say this. like a fourth of this, like the one over in Ladue that we go to. Yeah. It feels like a fourth of the store now is uh, fucking toys and games and crap. And pops. 
Yeah, and Pops. I will say this, though, dude. Barnes & Noble is in Fenton is the only place I've seen the Scooby-Doo clue. Oh, you've actually seen it in the wild? I, dude, I fucking saw it, I touched it, and I cried because I couldn't get it. Oh. Uh, but yeah, they had the new version of Monopoly, too. The new version of Monopoly? Yeah, the new Scooby-Doo Monopoly. Oh, the Mono- oh, Scooby-Doo Monopoly. Okay, I was like, what? And I'm sitting here right now looking at the old version I have that was given to me about 15 years ago. Yeah. And it's like, oh my god. Yeah, but yeah, I'd, I'd love to have a copy of that clue, but I don't think I'm paying thirty dollars for it or forty. Yeah, for that was it is. that was the problem. Even that seems with the wildly discounts, overpriced. Exactly, even with the discounts, I would get at Barnes and Noble because they've been sending me fucking coupons out the ass, son. Yeah, but even with all that, it's just like I can't justify that. Yeah, for something that I'll never really use. Right. It'll just be a display piece. Yeah. So see, it's just I would like, actually use it. I think I would actually get my kids to play that, but... Yeah, but see, I don't have anybody to play it with. Right, I get it. So. But yeah, I was like, oh, but I, I did, I saw that, and I fucking had a mini fucking freak out, because I was like, oh my god, I never thought I'd see one in person. Because <laughs> I've been looking at, like, Target and Walmart and shit, and nothing. Anywho, yeah. Um, Might be too high priced for those places. Yeah. Well, I don't know, because they get some of the other different uh, specialty versions of Monopoly and Clue. Yeah, but are they priced at the same... Uh, Well, I've got an Indiana Jones Monopoly I got when Crystal Skull came out. Wait, hold up. What? They made an Indiana Jones Monopoly? Yes, they did, and it comes in a wooden crate. Fuck, shut up. Uh, if I find it, I'll send you pictures. That's fucking crazy. I've never heard of that. Mm -hmm. Never seen that. It's fucking cool, too. Hmm. But yeah, it comes in a wooden crate. Nice. And there's a Family Guy Monopoly, too, that I would have loved to have had. Which, Hmm. speaking of, I've got Family Guy uh, Trivial Pursuit. Oh, really? Fucking A. Wow. There's never, like, a huge fan of Monopoly. Always felt kind of boring, but you know what's kind of fun is this uh, Mario Gamer version of Monopoly. Monopoly. See, that's the thing. If you can find one that's something fun like that, like an Indiana Jones or a Scooby Doo or Spider Man, yeah. But the the thing is, the the rules are a little different. Yeah, yeah. I think they warp them a little bit for those different versions of it. Oh, do they? I think they do. Okay, I thought this. I thought it was special just that they did it for because you could buy. Um, it, it comes with different character tokens, you know. Mm-hmm. But you can also you could also buy them in in like a single pack of the little game pieces, you know. So you could okay. so you could get different characters, like an add on. Yeah. Okay. And, and each character has different abilities and. Okay, that is new. Yeah, so it was it was seemed really different. It's, it's pretty fun, but it's it's a monopoly. It's definitely monopoly. Okay. But they've added like some additional rules to it. I think I've seen that or at least heard of it. Yeah, it's pretty fun actually. Yeah, that's helpful. And it's and it's different than just the boring go around the board. Yeah. You know, do you well, want to buy that? that though, no. Okay, move on. Even that though, if you can get like one that's got a little bit something different a little extra spice to it yeah. it is more fun because like you said monopoly's fucking boring kind of is but did you know there used to be a monopoly game show that was fun too it was hosted by uh the dude who played mike on mike and molly diddy bow billy gardell i think is his name that does ring a bell i know they have the the video game versions of them that like chuck e cheese and shit Okay, yeah. Of Monopoly. My kids like to play that. But it was all these different mini mini games that were Monopoly themed and shit. That was a good game show. Hmm. We would watch it when we could find it because Fox never really aired that right. It wasn't like Saturday at 6, fucking Monopoly. It was like Saturday at some point, probably. Maybe. Maybe it'll be Sunday. And then it got canceled, I guess. But yeah, it was a... It was tied in with the lottery too. Really, the real, the actual lottery? Yeah, like Powerball and shit. Okay. 
and they had themed scratch-offs and shit for it. Really? It was fucking weird, but it was pretty cool. So, yeah, there's that. Interesting. This is a weird fucking episode. This is kind of a weird episode. It's like a potpourri. It fucking is, and it's kind of fun and interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, back to Star Trek. Seems like we can't get off that subject, though. Right. Back to Star <laughs> Trek. Yeah. I Like I said, I've been listening to that uh, podcast, and it really is. It's making me want to get more, because every once in a while I see some of the seasons on Blu-ray on uh, Amazon, and they're like 10 bucks. I think like the first four seasons are 10 bucks each. Oh my god, really? On Blu-ray, yeah. And it's like, oh, I might have Shit. to get these. I might have to get those. I don't have those on Blu-ray. I've got season one at Spider Scooby gave him gave me that, and it's pretty fucking good. Everybody's like, that's the shitty season two, and it's like, if it gets better than this, I'm yeah. fucking in, son. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't call it shitty, but it's it's definitely they definitely the uniforms change over the years yeah. and get get less um, fruity looking because they, yeah. they start out a little like weak sauce, like like I don't I don't need to see Picard's dick through his onesie. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's when they were spandex. Yeah. It was like, whoa, dude, like that's not flattering <laughs> at all. Yeah. Or or like modest in some of the shots. It was like, what the <laughs> fuck, dude? Whoa, Picard's got a huge schlong. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, fucking why don't you put Counselor Troy in some shit like that? Oh, poor Riker. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, but no, that's a that, have you you watched the whole season, right? Oh fuck yeah! Oh okay, so you got to the to the uh, skin of evil episode. That's with the 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 oil puddle. Oh yeah, where they killed Tasha. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't gonna spoil, oh. but yeah. Yeah, sorry, spoilers. Yeah, I remember watching that when it aired, and being like, "What the fuck? Is she really dead?" I was like really upset. I was like, "Oh my god, they really killed her." That was what, episode 23 of season one? Yeah, it was a couple before the finale, I think. Yeah. Looks like Stardate 41601.3. If you say so. <laughs> but yeah, that was like such a shock. Because, you know, she was one of the original crew, right? So. Yeah. It was like, that was. That was fucked up. Do you have the uh, companion book? The companion book? Yeah, Larry Nemechek wrote a uh, uh, TNG companion book. No, I do not. That's what they always uh, refer to on Next Conversation. And it sounds like a real in-depth, awesome fucking book. Really? Yeah. Let me no. check it out on Amazon real quick. Like I said, I think they've got one or two seasons on there on Blu-ray that are like seven bucks. Whoa. Mm-hmm. That's how fucking cheap. And it's like, every time I think, ooh, I can get this, something comes up, and it's like, no, never mind. Yeah. Speaking of, um, while we're on the subject of Star Trek, I think, you know, we were talking about that Picard series, and we were talking about the timelines and stuff, and you had yeah. just recently watched the 2009 reboot. Mm-hmm. I think I figured out why I can't stand Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy? Yeah. Okay. Why he fucking annoys me, and his face bothers me. Okay. Because he was in Star Trek Nemesis. Was he? He was the bad guy. He was the Picard clone in Star Trek Nemesis. Uh... Now, see... My least favorite of the Star Trek Next Generation movies. Because they killed Data. It fucking pissed me off. Yeah, but... I... Now, see, I haven't... Holy shit! You can get this companion book for... Used a buck... Like a... Buck 99. Yeah, but it's probably been fucking used to wipe an elephant's asshole. Oh, okay. You gotta, you gotta look at the you gotta look at the condition on it. Good condition. Uh, that might well, maybe, maybe. Here, I'll send you a link. I think anything above acceptable is a, yeah. uh, probably not too bad. I think that I think that I think that episode three making of I got you was good condition. I uh, couldn't get anything higher. It got it got ridiculous. The price got ridiculous above that. Here's a very good condition one for five twenty six. No shit! Wow. Yeah, I'll send you this. Okay. That way, if you want it, you can get it. All right. But fuck you, I want one. <laughs> <laughs> well, for five bucks, I'll buy us both one. Okay, then we can fucking talk about it and be like, oh my god, we're nerds. It's like, duh. Um, it's right in the name. Yeah. I don't know. 
I'm really fucking getting my nerd. Uh, I don't know what to call it. Like my nerd tails growing. Put yeah. It that way. Okay. Diving deep in on some trekking shit, and then I'm gonna look real quick at uh, the Blu-rays. Okay. But yeah, I forgot that Tom Hardy was in that movie, and I, I'm sure that's why his the face dude that played him. Venom and Bane. Yes. Huh. I didn't know that. Baby Tom Hardy too. Uh, clearly, because wasn't that like fucking 15, 20 years ago? Was that the last Trek movie? Yeah, it was like, yeah, it was the last, last Trek movie before the reboot. Yeah. Yeah, so that was 2002. Wow. So yeah, that was like, what, 17 years ago? Jesus. That was a fucking long time ago. See, I've always said I liked TNG because I used to watch it on G4 when they'd have that trivia track pop up. Yeah. But for the most part, yeah, I just don't remember a lot of this shit, so I'm just going to go ahead and say I never saw any of it, even though I have any of the movies or the show, because watching that first season, I was like, I don't remember this. Oh, well, shit. me too. I watched it I watched it when it first aired, and a couple of years ago, like I think it was the, the year that Will Wheaton was going to be in Chicago when we went. Will Wheaton? Season 4 is 1598. Mm, okay. Season 2 is 1095. Damn. On Blu-ray. Wow. Yeah, season one and two, they come off really dated. Yeah, a lot of... That's what I hear listening to these two is the general consensus is the show doesn't get good until season three. Other than that, it's like, whew, we're in for a tough slog. Yeah, it's not bad. It's not awful, but it's just a lot of the costumes are very 80s, 90s, you know, very 80s. Yeah. Their fucking hairdos are definitely, yeah. you know what I mean. Which hey, I guess tell me the same can be said for the '60s Star Trek, you know. But is this cheap? I would think it. Is. How many TNG movies were there? Was it five? Generations, First Contact, which is the best one, the one with the fucking Paradise Planet place, Riza. Oh yeah, and then Nemesis. So four. Well, here's a TNG motion picture box set on Blu-ray for 25 bucks. Damn. That's pretty good. I see First Contact. It's not clear enough for me, so I can't tell. Yeah, you. First Contact is the best one. It's it looks like there's five on here. Huh. Well, which one am I which one am I missing then? I don't know. I thought it was four too, but yeah, no, I think that's some fucking dumb shit. I don't know. That might not be legit. Let's yeah. scroll down real quick. This has got to be fucking great podcasting. Yeah, we're looking up movies. Yeah, I've gone down a wormhole here, a rabbit hole, whatever. Let's back out of that. Here, I'll send you this real quick. You tell me what you think it it is, see if Nemesis you can see it was, any better. Nemesis was 2012. 2002? I mean, 2002, yeah. Oh, yeah, Insurrection. That's the one with the okay, Paradise yeah. Place. That was 98. First Contact was 96. Generations. Generations, that's it. There's only four. Huh. Well, there's that link I just sent you right now on the side of that box, there's five. I wonder if maybe it's got, like, the movie version of Best of Both Worlds or something. Well, maybe. Because they took those, put them together, and then recorded a new commentary track. Hmm, weird. Anyway, what were we saying? Or what were you saying? Star Trek Nemesis, Star Trek Insurrection, First Contact, Generations. What the fuck? Star Trek Evolution? I thought one of them said Evolution, but I couldn't tell. That must be some kind of special, some kind of behind-the-scenes thing. Either way, that's pretty fucking cool. Yeah. And not bad. 25 bucks Star Trek Evolutions. A multi-part exploration of the Star Trek franchise's evolution over the decades. That's cool. Oh, damn. That does sound cool. (laughs) From its premiere in 66 to the closing of the Star Trek The Experience in 2008. Matt talked about that, and that sounded pretty fucking cool. Oh, the Star Trek The Experience? Yeah. Was that in, like, Las Vegas? Yes, it was. Yeah. I used to listen to a podcast, a Star Trek podcast... I forget what it was called, but I think they lived in Las Vegas. So when that opened, they would oh, talk about wow. going there, you know? So it was pretty cool. Obviously. Anywho, let's get back on track. Sorry. I didn't yeah. mean to 
<laughs> Get us down that rabbit yeah, hole. Yeah, it's alright. But yeah, Star Trek's pretty cool. Yeah. It can also be boring as shit, but... Yes, it can. When it's good, it's really good. Oh yeah, definitely. You mentioned me watching that 09 movie again. Those movies got a lot of shit. I know from like the hardcore Trek fans, but it's like, I don't know, man. I dig it. That first one, at least, that's the only one I've seen. I fucking dig the fuck out of it, man. Yeah. I went to see the first one with Molly in the theater. Did he bow? And uh, I enjoyed it. What I really dig about it, though, is like, it's obviously a reboot, but they tie in the uh, prime timeline, too, in such a way that it's like... Right. That's what I liked about it. I was like, uh... At first, I was like, oh, I don't know if I'm going to like this reboot shit, you know? Yeah. But two things. One, the cast was really good. It Chris Pine was fucking... Spectacular. Yeah, he was amazing as Kirk. I mean, to fill Shatner's shoes and not have mm-hmm. it come off be ridiculous or, like, just an impression or... That's the main thing about him. He's not trying to be Shatner. Right, but he's got enough mannerisms that it's mm-hmm. believable that it's that same person. Yeah. And then even uh, Bones was pretty good. He was a little bit more on the, the impression side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of. Not, not too bad, but he was real good, too. Carl Urban. Yeah. And then, um, then everybody else was just, they were fine. Um, I love me some Zoe Saldana. Yeah, she was good. And Quinto was a great Spock. Yeah, Spock was good. I I, I had some issues with the way they made his character go. Okay. A little bit. And they tried to humanize him a little too much, too quickly, I think. Uh, yeah, I can get down with that. But not necessarily in that movie, but definitely in subsequent movies. It seems like they they gave him more humanity than they should have, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like when he's fucking boning Zoe Zeldana. That's... They show that? No, they don't show it, but they're a thing. Oh. Oh, and I take it back. What I said uh, in the the end the end game commentary, when I said her out of green makeup doesn't, doesn't really do anything for me, I take that back. I'm, I'm full of shit. Yeah, you are. I'm full of shit. I looked up... I looked her up the other day. I was looking at pictures, and I was like, holy shit, why did I think she wasn't that attractive without the green makeup on told you dude or or why why did i think that she was more attractive with the green makeup on i mean she is i wouldn't say more but she's equally attractive with the green makeup but oh she's fine i mean i think i I think i did qualify it and say that it it adds something gives her a little extra something it's not that she's like ooh, what a fucking pig without without the makeup on but but yeah no you didn't say that but you were like no she doesn't really do anything for me yeah but I was wrong. That's one thing. The cast was really great. And the other thing was the way that they they managed to create a reboot timeline without fucking up what came before. Yeah, they acknowledged what came before. And it wasn't just like, fuck that stupid shit. We're Star Trek now, bitch. Right. And it's not that it's not that what came before never happened. Exactly. Yeah. So it's not it's not so much of a reboot. It's like they just created an alternate reality. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like I said, they weren't like, it didn't happen. They were just like, it didn't happen here. It happened over there. Right. Through that wormhole. Which is perfect Star Trek. Mm Mm-hmm. It makes 100% sense. Looking at it, it would have been such a mistake for them to just like hard reboot it and be like, fuck everything you know, this is Star Trek now. But then he went on to do the second movie and ruined it for me. And I don't think, I I haven't even seen the third one, so. Yeah, but... On the one hand, I understand everybody's like, Wrath of Khan is one of the greatest movies of all time. But on the other hand, it's like, yeah, but it's different in this universe, you know? Yeah, but it didn't it didn't work as good as I guess my no, biggest I, problem. My I, biggest problem I can give you that. Not just that not just that they that they tried to redo it and all they did was like flip the script a little bit, but that it didn't really work. It didn't have the same impact that, that the original one did, so it was like, why I the fuck you. did you even bother? I feel you, but to me, it's just like, some people were just like so hardcore against it because they were like, you just can't do that. And it's like, well, why the fuck not? Uh, what I was going to say, though, is like the butterfly effect. You know, they say the flap of a butterfly's wings can start like a tornado or some shit. 
I was like, bull fucking shit. I use a leaf blower. That should start a tornado. <laughs> but <laughs> so um, I'm shit well, I don't on that metaphor. I don't I don't I don't think that's how it works. I I'm I don't not, meteorologically <laughs> meteorologically speaking, I don't think a butterfly can start a tornado, but Well, I was gonna say, I'm shitting on that metaphor at the same time that I'm trying to use that exact metaphor. Okay. <laughs> But it's like, once you fucking, he's like, fuck it, we're going to blow up Vulcan. Anything can fucking happen. So I can understand them being like, we're going to redo fucking Wrath of Khan, but we're just going to slightly twist it. But like I told you, the problem I have with that is a lot of people, and I think they talked about it in our next conversation, which I'm not going to talk about them all the time, I swear to God, because I hate when people do that. That's okay, because we don't talk about RFR anymore, so we can talk about them now. This is true. You should listen to it, dude. I think you'd dig it. I mean... Probably. For some people, Matt Myra, because he's kind of hyper and excitable, he's an acquired taste, but if you can get through, like, the first two episodes, I think you'll dig it. Yeah. He said, like, at a certain point, the people who wrote Wrath of Khan should have got credit for this movie because they say the exact same lines. Yeah. And to me, it's like, if you're going to do that, if you're going to go and retell that story, you've got to drastically change it or do it straight up. You can't just be like, we're going to change this one thing, but everything else is going to be the same. No, fuck that. And it's not it's not that it's the same movie, even. The, the movie overall is completely different, but it's just at the very end, they stick the very end of Wrath of Khan, which is one of the more powerful ends you're going to see in a fucking sci-fi movie ever, and they stick that at the end of... Uh, at the end of this movie, but then I don't know. It's almost like it didn't, it didn't feel earned or it didn't feel, it, it didn't feel right. And then, uh-huh. and then unlike wrath of Khan, where it's left with like, Holy shit, this terrible thing happened and this terrible tragedy thing. And then the, the movie's over. It's like, Oh no, everybody's fine now. Yeah. And it was like, Oh, because okay. spoilers, Rathacon, didn't they kill Spock and you, like the movie ended with Spock dead? Yeah. Well, they didn't kill him. He sacrificed himself. Okay, whatever. In like one of the most painful possible ways he could have done it. Well, I mean, I was talking from like a production standpoint. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. killed Spock. But yeah. in Into Darkness, they killed Kirk and then like 10 minutes later, like, but not really. He's back. Wasn't it? Well, yeah, he, he basically did. It was basically... Um, yeah, it was basically what happened to Spock, only it happened to Kirk. And then McCoy miraculously realized that if they did something with this fucking substance that they had found or some, I forget exactly what it was, but he could make medicine out of this whatever the fuck they had that could bring back, they could like bring somebody back from the dead, basically. Yeah. And so they did that on Kirk and it worked. Gotcha. And so it was like, oh. Hmm. Which, I mean, I guess... I guess they kind of did that with Spock too in the prime timeline, but yeah, in a different, in a wholly different way. So, uh, well, you haven't seen Beyond. I was gonna say, does that play into Beyond at all? But you wouldn't know, would you? I haven't seen it. Okay. I haven't seen it between uh, Simon Pegg's bullshit around yeah. that time, and then um, what they did with Wrath of Khan. I was like, meh. I gotta say, I don't mind him in '09. Uh, no, he was a good Scotty. Yeah, I I can't watch Shaun of the Dead anymore, sadly. Yeah. And I fucking loved Shaun of the Dead, dude. Yeah. Like, I mean, loved it. I would have put that, like, top ten. Yeah, we saw that at the Tivoli when it was out. Did you really? Yeah, me and Molly went to see it at the Tivoli. I found it, did about, like, two years after it had come out on cable. And I was like, what the fuck is this? That's kind of what I felt like sitting in the Tivoli. I can see why, because, oh, it was such a good movie. But once he started his shit, it was like, oh, okay, fuck you, dude. And he's never done, like, Patton Oswald, where he... Patton Oswald, I don't think, really recanted, but he at least showed that he's not a complete dickhead. Simon Pegg never does that. He's always just like, well, the people who like those movies are retarded, or... He's just like, fuck that, I'm beyond it. That's yeah. stupid and I mean, Patton Oswald about. is a comedian, so... Yeah, so you he have to gets take, a little bit you of You have to way. take it with a grain of salt, kind of. I mean, I'm still not a fan of the, I'd go back and kill George Lucas with a shovel. That doesn't sound like a joke. You know, there's no punchline there. 
<laughs> yeah, but if you listen to the bit, too, he kind of, like, stops the show to be like, no, I'm not joking. This isn't a joke. And that was the part that it was like, oh, okay. Yeah, but I think that, I think that, that part Posehn, is the joke. But but that part yeah. kind of is the joke. But, yeah, I get what you're saying, because it does feel like a personal... Uh, exactly. Yeah, it comes off but really see, shitty. Brian Posehn, or it's either him or Jim Gaffigan. One of them is shitty about the prequels, too. Mm-hmm. But they're shitty about the prequels in a funny way. Yeah. Where it's like, well, okay, I can understand what you're saying. Well, yeah, and when we went to see Brian Posehn, I think I talked about it on here. He he had okay, a, yeah, that's it. He had a uh, a whole bit about how he was done with Star Wars and he hated Star Wars now, and the prequels mm-hmm. ruined it, and blah blah blah. And then he it was right after the Force Awakens, so he said, um, I forget what it was. He he went to see Force Awakens, and now he's back in, and it's like he's in a abusive relationship and his friends are all like yeah, yeah. yeah but you hate star wars like you don't know star wars <laughs> you know like <laughs> talking about talking to somebody whose husband beats him or something you know no yeah that was that's what it was i was remembering you talk about him i think i've heard the other people talk about him too but i was thinking about you when you went and saw him so yeah there's people who can be shitty about it but they do it in a funny way but you know like i said i've come around on pat Oswald because he showed his true colors, and it's like, oh, he's not a dick. But then again, Simon Pegg's a fucking raging alcoholic, so, mm-hmm. or he was. Not a good enough excuse for me. Well, just saying. Like, it's not really an excuse for me either, but I'm just given a reason why maybe he says some fucking retarded shit and comes off as a real dick douchebag because he's... A dick douchebag? Uh-huh. <laughs> There's another title, a real dick douchebag. <laughs> a real dick douchebag. <laughs> God, that would fucking suck to have to do that. <laughs> Douche your dick out? Fuck. That'd oh, God. I wouldn't even taken it that way, but since you had to go there, ow. Anyway, yeah. What else? Is there anything else? Oh, Picard. What, what did you think of that trailer? Let's talk about that for a minute. Um, I mean, there's not a lot there. No, but I feel like it gives you a good vibe of where he's going to be, like mentally. Yeah, my my biggest takeaway was like, oh my god, he looks so old. He really does. And it's like, when you see him in TNG, it's like, wow, he's an old dude. And it's like, not really. He's only like 50. I know. I know. But you see him now and it's like, holy shit, he's like 70, 80. Is he 90? I think he played 90 in fucking Logan. Is he really <laughs> 90? But I've noticed that the last few times I've seen him too. It's like, damn, he got old. But, I mean, in this trailer, he looks especially kind of frail. I imagine they probably made him kind of be like that. I think that's purposefully done. So what is the... Does anybody even know what the point of the show is? Is he pressed back into service, or what the fuck happens? It feels like we're going to do, like, a real character study about, like, the aftermath of a dude who's been through some shit. Yeah. But, like, somehow he might get dragged back in. While he's still trying to deal with the shit he dealt, he'd been through. Okay. Which, I have that um, autobiography of him that uh, David Goodman wrote. I'm going to have to crack that open sometime soon. Oh, I wonder if they mined that for stuff. I'm wondering, too. I wonder if they mined that to be like, and this is how we're going to set up mm-hmm. fucking Picard. Or if they were like, well, everything but like the last chapter. Yeah. I know in that it does set up that like he's supposedly happily working at the vineyard. Yeah, I mean that's what that's what I assumed it looked like he was was it was like his family vineyard or something. Yeah, that his brother owned and ran. Yeah. I don't know, it looks fun to me. Yeah. I'd check it I, out I'm if interested. I could, but everybody says that Discovery's a really good show, but I don't know, that just looks weird. Uh, yeah, the fucking Klingons look weird. And I don't know if there's any explanation for why either. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. I There used to be a couple episodes on YouTube, but I think they pulled them down. Did they? I was going to watch one not too long ago, and I was like, well, fuck it, I'll give it a shot. Because I'm in a real Trek mood, but nope. Yeah. I never got into Enterprise, though, so it makes me leery of... Wasn't that the uh, prequel one? Yeah. Yeah, I think I've watched an episode or two of that out of context on Heroes and Icons or whatever, and I was mm. like, this is fucking dumb. The concept is kind of cool. It's kind of like... You feel like you're on a submarine or something, like, because it's so primitive. The the spaceships are so primitive. Yeah. You know, it felt very, you know, U.S. Navy submarine type naval warfare 
but yeah, I, I just never got into it. Like I said, I've watched a couple episodes of that out of context and Voyager 2, and I'm like, I don't fucking like this shit. Yeah, I think I could get into Voyager better, because it's more more like TNG or DS9, but even which, that, I was like, oh, I could never really get into Voyager either. Which, how the fuck have we con- gone this far and not mentioned DS9? I watched the, you lent me the first season of that, that was yeah, good shit that show's too. real good. And that's another one where everybody's like, well, it gets good at about season four when Worf comes in, and it's like, no. after just seeing season one, it's like, it gets better than this? It, it's pretty fucking good. But that one actually, I, I feel like that one starts out pretty strong. I would agree. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what comes after, but just watching that first season, I was like, this shit is good. I It's better than the TNG se- first season, and I dug that. So. Yeah. It gets really, um, uh, it gets very militaristic later yeah like a lot aren't the last two seasons just all out war basically the whole dominion war yeah that sounds like it's awesome it was pretty awesome i just wanted to take this moment to say that we've lost angie but i think obl's loving this (laughs) she do star trek Uh, yeah a little bit yeah you gotta watch the orville yeah i'm scared to watch it you shouldn't be just watch the pilot okay because, you know, I've long talked about what got me into Star Wars. It was like the Family Guy specials, the Clone Wars, and Battlefront 2, the OG Battlefront 2. Uh, Star Trek 2009 and the Orville is probably what's led me to this moment of being like, I need more Trek, goddammit. Because <laughs> the Orville is just so good. So, so good. Do you want to talk about Detective Pikachu right quick? Um, yeah, last weekend I took took the kids to go see Detective Pikachu. A movie that I'm like, oh my god, I need this in my eyeballs now. Because I love me some OG Pokemon. Yeah. Uh, it was it was okay. Uh, it was enjoyable. It wasn't... It, it didn't change my life. But the kids really liked it. You'll probably like it. Although I don't know, because it's, it's hard to say, because I don't know if it's what you're expecting. It's not like all Pokemon all the time. I've watched a lot of, like, video reviews and shit about it, and I think my expectations have been curtailed towards that. It seems like it's just Pokemon are almost like wallpaper. Kinda, yeah. They're not like, okay, yeah, Ash, whatever, fuck them. Pikachu has a story to tell. Kinda, yeah. Yeah, so if that's the case, I can get down with it because I've prepared myself. Yeah, so, because, I mean, it's not like, you know, it's not really like, the cartoons or nothing at all where they're just going around Pokemon battling and shit. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's like a, I mean, it's a, it's a detective movie. Obviously. I mean, duh, but it's, yeah, it's like, like a family, like a, it would almost be like a, I don't know, like a family movie, like a Disney family type movie it just happens to have Pokemon in it. Okay. I'm trying to avoid spoilers because I do know the ending. Okay. Yeah, somehow that got spoiled for me, too, before I went to see it. Oh, yeah, that was another one that got spoiled, like, day one. Yeah, I, and it was just a headline, too. And I was like, it was kind of vague, but it was like, wait, is, oh, I know what they're going to do. Uh-huh. And then and then once you once you start to see what this guy's plot was, and, and it's like, oh, fuck, this is what it's going to be. I got it now. That Now that explains why, yeah, that explains everything. They do manage to do a pretty decent job of keeping the actual villain and the people that are that are actually up to no good. They they do do a pretty good job of keeping that a secret till the very end. Right on. Yeah, all I know is it looks fucking fun as shit to me. Yeah, I don't know. I I, I couldn't connect with that kid for some reason. Yeah. He just I don't know if he was just not a very good actor or if something about his personality I just couldn't get into. But. Hmm. But Pikachu was cool. Ryan Reynolds was good. I was going to say, did he come off like kid-friendly Deadpool? (sighs) Kind of. I mean, he was kind of Deadpool-y, but... I heard about one joke that's in it that it kind of goes over your head, but apparently he makes like a reference to cocaine or something. Hmm. And a lot of people are like, that feels like Deadpool seeping through. Um, I don't remember it being a cocaine joke. You don't remember what the actual joke was? No, I don't. Yeah, I can't think All of it I know either. Is there was, I, I, seen, I do remember, like, something that seemed really inappropriate, but it was like one of those wink-type jokes where you wouldn't get it unless you had a filthy mind. <laughs> and I was like, whoa, that was, did he really fucking say that? 
but probably nobody else even that it probably didn't even register. I don't know. Like I said, it looks fucking fun to me. That was one of my most anticipated movies of this year. Yeah, it's a little long though. I think it's like an hour and fifty minutes or something. Or that's a complaint I've heard too. It seems seemed a little long. Which if. An hour and 50 minutes seems long. It's like you got a little bit of a problem because Endgame was three hours and one minute. And it's like, what happens next? Right. <laughs> but I mean, it wasn't bad. And like I said, the kids no. liked it. It, it wasn't ma- It wasn't made for me. So. Well, yeah, that was what you said after you saw it. He's like, I'm not a Pokemon fan, so it's not really for me. But yeah. if you dig it, you'll probably like that shit. And I was like, fuck yeah, I dig it. Because I think, like, the first three series I can get down with after that, it got a little out of hand. Yeah, well, I mean, it, I wasn't, I didn't mean, like, well, if you like that shit, you'll like this shit. It was no, no, more, no, no, It was, no, no. It was more like, you know, you have more of a connection to yeah. that world, so this would be more up your alley. No, no, I gotcha. But, yeah, I'm just saying, I watched, like, the first three series and it got out of hand because they're like, Here's another fucking form of Pikachu you didn't know about. And it's like, wait, what? Spoilers, there's only one form of Pikachu in this movie, so. Oh, there's no fucking Raichu or whatever? Nope. Or Pichu, I think, was the I think Pichu is, isn't Pichu his basic form, and Pikachu is his evolved form. Yeah, Pichu is what he turn, or what he is before he turns into Pikachu, and then he evolves into, I think it's Raichu. That could be something like that. I only know that because of the card game I play with my kids. Which, which, speaking of, they have, this is fucking brilliant, they have uh, Detective Pikachu versions. I saw that. So I, instead of it being an animated picture on the card, it's a picture of the digital Pokemon yeah. from the movie. It's pretty cool. And I heard that some theaters were giving away a Detective Pikachu card. Really? Yeah, like, it's Pikachu on the fucking card. Yeah. Like, the CG Pikachu, but he's got the deer stalker. Yeah. And, and that's like, oh. I got um, yesterday. I stopped at GameStop by my work, mm-hmm. and they had they had those these little. They called it a case file, Detective Pikachu case file, and it had that yeah. that Pikachu card and like two booster packs of Detective Pikachu cards in it. Nice. That sounds fucking awesome too. So I got a couple of those for the for the kids. So when it comes out, are you gonna be getting it, or are you just like, nah, that was good? Um, I probably probably will get it. I don't know. We still haven't gotten into the Spider Verse, so. Uh, so the better question, I guess, would be: Can you borrow it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that too, but will you watch it again, or do you have any interest to watch it again? Um, I might probably watch it with the kids or something. It seems it seems like a it seems like a better video, home video movie than a theater movie. See, I can get down with that too. I even though there's like fucking. CG Pokemon running around, yeah, it does feel like a more intimate movie, not like, this is a big fucking spectacle, get ready! Yeah, there's not a lot of a spectacle about it, really. Isn't there just that one scene uh, where he fights Charizard or whatever? Um, yeah, and even that's pretty, pretty mellow. Really? Because that, they make that seem like that's the big action moment. Uh, it kind of, I mean, it kind of is. Shit gets crazy, but, I mean, it's not endgame, is what I mean. <laughs> gotcha, yeah. But you'll enjoy it. You'll enjoy it. It was, it was pretty well done. Yeah, I think I will too, because it looks so fun, and I really do want to see it so bad. I would love to find those original episodes on DVD, too. They don't have them? Well, oh, yeah. They've got them somewhere. I just can't find them. I was going to say, you should look on Netflix, because I, I know they used to have a bunch on Netflix. I've watched it a bit on Netflix, but that goes back to the right. problem I mentioned the earlier, where phone. it's like, fucking five-inch screen is not enough. And they say five inches is average, but... Yeah, well, my experience, it still disappoints. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm not of this generation, dude. I can't... Yeah, it's not my favorite. It just doesn't feel right to me. I can do it just because sometimes I don't have a choice. And it's like, I can I can sneak off and watch my phone. I was going to say, if you're watching, like, Civil War over three nights worth of shits. Yeah, right. <laughs> Speaking of which, we did I tell you we watched that the other night? We finished that on, on our rewatch. So Jennifer's up. You to did, but Civil let's War. save that for '83. So yeah, you've got a tease of that, and you've got a tease. My Scooby list is coming next episode too, gang. Yep, for real. Yes, for real. I know, like three episodes now. It's, I've been like next episode, next episode. But I think we'll probably start the episode with either that or Civil War. But definitely, it's happening next episode. Yeah. 
I don't mean to cut you off, but we're running a no, little you're long right. You're right. for what we're trying to do. You're right. We need to get it going. So, yeah, let's do thank yous, get out of here, and then we'll talk about all that fun shit next time. Okay? Okay. Fucking nothing like rushing us out the door, huh? Well, I'm trying to... <laughs> I know. We're trying to get shit done. Mm-hmm. We're trying to get the fucking book club, gang. Which we'll talk about that next episode, too. Right. So, thank yous as per usual. Go to at the J Sarge for our opening music, at Sherry Archinoff for our logo, at JP Montgomery for taking those pictures of the lovely Lady Logan, and at Looking for Eight for our Knights of Nod Glitzdom design. Which, uh, she's got an Etsy now. It's Henguru Goods. It's H E N G A R O O G O O D S. Henguru Goods, go search her Etsy there and check out her stuff. Because, you know, she's awesome. Yeah. What else are you going to do? Yeah. Fucking not do it, you douche. Yeah. Don't be uh, a douche. Don't, don't be, be a, a dick douche. <laughs> I was going to say, don't be a real dick douche. <laughs> As for our shit, find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, SoundCloud, and find everything we do at NerdBlitz.com. Get yourself some merch by going to Redbubble.com slash people slash NerdBlitzPod slash portfolio. And get yourself some extra audio by going to TSDJAProductions.BandCamp.com and get the Camping Trip, the NerdBlitz Pilot Trio, the Laughing Bird, and the DCCU album for 5 4 3 and $5 respectively. I'm at the Scooby-Doom. You are? At Fitzman73. And by the way, did you know you can get all seven seasons of Star Trek The Next Generation on Blu-ray for $70? Yes, but there is no way I could ever afford that. <laughs> okay, I was just looking at that. Okay, but yes, I'm Fitzman73, you're right. And together on both Twitter and the Instasham, we are at NerdBlitzPod. You really threw me off. Yep, sorry. <laughs> it's like, no, no, you're, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> anyway, until next time. Bye. Come back next time. Our sanity depends on it. This has been a feature of JJ2E Media and TSDJA Productions.